from running a homeware store and being a distributor for a paint brand, Anne Cope moved to becoming an interior designer. Let's find out how she made a success of it. Welcome to the Hubcast, brought to you by the Interior Designers Hub, where we help and support interior designers to get trained, get into the industry, and to grow wildly successful businesses. If you want to work in the field you love, create the lifestyle you desire, and make the money you truly deserve, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kate Hatherall. Let's get into it. I am super excited to welcome to the Hubcast today, Anne Cope of Anne Cope Interior Design. Anne, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Kate. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Thank you very much for agreeing to be a Hubcast guest today. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about you, where you live, and what sort of interior design business you run. Um, I'm a mum of three children, mostly all grown up now. Um, I live in West Mersey on a little island uh, just south of Colchester. So um, I'm surrounded in water. Um, <laughs> Lovely. And I love bold patterns and designs and bold colours so, um, and rustic charm. Amazing. And I can imagine that living on an island, that all fits in very beautifully with the surroundings that are there. Yeah, yeah, no, and gives you a lot of inspiration as well. Amazing. So um, tell us about life before interior design. Have you always been in, an interior designer or presumably you did something beforehand? Um, literally, this kind of dropped, or the brainwave dropped a couple of years ago, finally. Um, I had been in the housing industry, so I sold houses from plan, um, so I worked alongside, so I do know now that, that that past life has a good connection because I'm used to drawings and things like that and build programs. But no, I, I left that to start a little um, sideline business, or well, running alongside that actually, uh, upcycling a piece of furniture. And that evolved okay. into giving up my job six months later. Wow. In a shop. <laughs> of homewares, teaching upcycling and looking at paint businesses and things like that. So it kind of evolved from there and clients would come in the shop and kept asking me to do this. And I'd been doing my own stuff and I was rebuilding at home. And it was only a few days ago, I remembered that um, I had signed up to a course oh, 23 years ago. Um, oh, wow youngest he was about one then and it got put on the back burner because I have to bring money in have to do the day-to-day -day with young children and then I kept thinking people saying I'm good at this so maybe I should actually explore it and go and get someone qualified to tell me I am so I started doing it and I've never been happier amazing so why do you think that um you know 23 years ago obviously you didn't have the time for it but you must have had passion for it even as far back as that well I didn't realize I had and um I've been writing an article at the moment and I remember as a child I wanted a red and black bedroom and get don't get me wrong <laughs> I wouldn't a red and black bedroom now especially now I know about the psychology of color but um yeah, and I'd done my own home and friends would ask advice. And then when I moved into this house, I re 
um, designed it in a sense of colours, but then we eventually could rebuild and I just wasn't clicking on and I'd had clients coming in and I was going to their houses free of charge, just giving them advice. And then all of a sudden it's like that penny finally drops and your road is now mapped out and you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Amazing. And it's, I mean, I hear this story so many times that people just don't realise. Um, and then all of a sudden there's this kind of awakening to, you know, actually I could do this professionally and this could be a whole new future for me. And it sounds as though that kind of resonates for you as well. Yeah, and I think it's once the kids are a bit older, you're not, you, you've got to function as a parent, but also bring in money. Um, and I was a single parent for a while, so I was paying the mortgage and things like that. So yep. I think once you get to a certain level in life, and hopefully like comfortable, um, yep. you become, and the kids are less restrictive, I think you become more aware of what your needs are and where your life lies. And in the beginning, it's all about, keeping a roof over the head, put food on the table, function as, as families do. But sometimes you need to know where your passion lies. So I think it came Absolutely. from that. Absolutely. And so, and so now you're able to pursue the stuff that really lights you up and the things that you're passionate about. Yeah. Amazing. So tell me about the process of change then. So obviously you've talked about the fact that you had your own business, which, you know, that in itself having your own shop and your own business must have given you oodles of experience to help you now but what did you what steps did you take in order to move yourself into being an interior designer um so the the shop opened 10 years ago in september this year um i decided to pursue as i was growing from the shop as i was always loving the teaching side teaching others how to upcycle um color designs and how to paint different techniques and I was really um, taken with a certain brand of paint and I explored it and I became the UK distributor for that paint wow yeah so it was a big, <laughs> big I was looking after lots of shops stockists selling these shops uh, this paint in their shops so I was up and down the country and I kept again coming back to like I designed the unit we moved into an industrial unit and um, things like that and it was just kept coming up so then I decided okay I've had a course sitting on my desk I'm gonna get on with it and yeah. um, we decided luckily because we had lockdown in the March I obviously none of us knew um, moved the distribution business I stopped and just went back to retail and decided to bring it home in the October. And we were in the middle of building this house as well. So it was like a bit of a transition. But we we brought it back. And I think it was the best thing because I could concentrate then on going into the interior design and getting my qualifications and building the website with my web developer. And obviously we went into lockdown. So that, that kind of put a little bit of a step back on it, but I'd already been engaged by two clients one residential one commercial wow we were doing the commercial diploma at the time he employed me oh wow so talk about hitting the ground running oh yeah um and obviously having to deal with a commercial uh, food industry business because it was a restaurant in lockdown was like real hard work because I you had restrictions and uh, opening dates could never be predicted. Um, and we had to change the designs because we had to think about social distancing. 
and there was so much going on all at once and it wasn't easy wow. but I learned quite a lot on the job um amazing and, and it's it, you, but you're still always learning but um yeah I learned commercial design very quickly it sounds as though it was a baptism of fire for you yeah just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so talk me through like how do you how do you deal with that I mean were you were you terrified of what you were doing how did you kind of manage being so out of your depth uh, I think it was this I was inspired by Nigel Bottrell and in, in the entrepreneur side and he always said say yes and work it out afterwards <laughs> absolutely start doing that and then thinking oh um but I have a husband that's very talented. It's been in the housing market all his life. And I had great tradespeople, contractors that I could call on yes. and also advice as well. And they were happy to help me. I mean, they were going to get the work, but um, I use all local people. And I think because we'd just done a rebuild of the whole house, I knew how they worked and they knew I was Pacific. I'm very organized and set schedules. They don't like it, but they get it. But- <laughs> they knew how I worked from that so I was able to call on their expertise alongside mine and my husband's to to actually create um create the finished result not the design because the design was all mine and I'm really thankful for that client he believed in me even though he knew I never had a portfolio he understood I could see um that what I was trying to create he could see I was creating it um from the beginning and um yeah it was quite an emotional time when we did finally open amazing and I remember seeing the pictures of it as well it's an absolutely beautiful and really um creative design as well um and to have done that when you were so new to it is incredible yeah when you've got party wall agreements not agreed to and no electric (laughs) meters no gas meter I was dealing with that form as well um oh and uh, have a design that has to take stills in the ceiling because I put so much wood of a wave of wood in the ceiling (laughs) so yeah but I knew what I wanted to create I just needed to find the way to do it so absolutely amazing (laughs) I love that and I love you know how brave you were to do that but also about how you recognized that it's not just about you so you work with a team collaboratively and that you're leaning on the expertise and the knowledge of others to help you with it yeah, very much so. I mean, uh, as you can imagine, it's, it's data cables and hats, hat, lighting systems and things like that. So luckily I knew literally that I can walk to his house from here. He's around the corner, but he he was just excellent. And then he gave me a lighting designer to talk to, to give me free advice as well. Um, but yeah, no, the team was just magnificent, you know. Amazing. Yeah. And it's about that collaborative effort. Um, And I think, you know, lots of people don't realise that, that, you know, when you're the interior designer, you know, people kind of feel as though it's all on them, but actually you can lean on other people. And, Mm. um, you know, it's a team effort, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. And, you know, if they're not coming to the meetings and talking things through and we get ourselves around problems, I mean, the day we launched, we still didn't have an uh, electric meter. We had a generator. <laughs> and then we decides to turn up on the pre-launch and put a meter in. <laughs> well, we can't convert over to that now because it takes days to get it back over to two foot. Oh, it was just a mess. <laughs> I love it. All of the problems that can come with project management. But you obviously handled it and, you know, rode it out. Yeah. And I just think it, 
you know, if I hadn't have had that, I probably wouldn't understand design just as much as I have now. Oh, the background of design. It's not all about the pretty cut finish. It, it is more about what has to go in the foundations area. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely. So um, now that you are kind of where you are, you're up and running with your business and, um, you know, everything's successful, going well. Do you look back and um, wish that you'd started it earlier or has it just been a natural progression to where you are now? I do believe I wished I'd done it earlier, but like life is, circumstances didn't allow and sometimes we're not ready for it earlier. So if I'd started it earlier, maybe I wouldn't have had the support network because and amazing trades on my desk, uh, on my portfolio jobs because I wouldn't have experienced the talent work with a complete rebuild. You know, I've had carpenters in here, builders in here, electricians, everything you could name, plumbers. So and the standard of work. So I think that experience has led me to be a stronger designer later on because everything we do is another experience we take with us, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, those transferable skills, um, are, you know, are really valuable no matter what sort of, you know, um, work you've come from or just areas of life. It all feeds into who you are now and what your skill set is um, and helps you to be a better designer. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> So um, if you um, if there are some people that are listening to this that are perhaps maybe sitting on the fence, not sure whether or not to take the plunge and become an interior designer, what would your advice be to them? Um, I believe in just explore it, go and get qualified or even do like a little mini course like your five day challenge, um, because you're never going to know if this is right for you and if it makes you happy, just do it amazing just do it i love that and it's been really interesting to hear about your journey into interior design thank you very much for sharing that with me before Thanks. you go would you be happy to play a game of designer this or that oh, of course can't wait <laughs> amazing everybody loves the designer this or that okay one minute on the clock then let's go scandy or boho scandy spots or stripes stripes maximalist or minimalist minimalist if it's me <laughs> dark or light dark neutral or colorful colorful blinds or curtains blinds formal or casual casual brass or chrome brass coordinated or eclectic coordinated coastal or country country sketchup or autocad sketchup dining chairs or a dining bench bench pendants or lamps oh pendants <laughs> open plan or individual rooms oh that's a throw out especially this day and age, uh, open though. <laughs> Amazing. We are out of time. That is the timer. And thank you so much for playing designer this or that. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> so um, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. It has been really interesting to hear about, you know, the, the journey that you've taken and all of the skills that you've had from your previous life that you've been able to bring into your business. If people want to get in touch with you, how can they find you? Um, my website's Anne at 
Oh, sorry, that's my email. Anne at Ancope Interior <laughs> Design. Um, and then you've got Ancope Interior Design for Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram, amazing. Okay, well, thank you very much for being on our hubcast today. You're welcome. Thanks, Kate. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning into Hubcast by the Interior Designers Hub. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a screenshot and share it to Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite social media channel. Make sure to tag me in at Interior Designers Hub and let me know what you enjoyed about this episode. I reply to each and every comment. I'd also like to offer you an incredible free gift, which is going to show you the exact roadmap that you need to take to become a wildly successful interior designer. It shares our secrets to business success. If you'd like to get your hands on that, head on over to interiordesignershub.co.uk forward slash roadmap right now. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time.